It is currently 100 degrees here in Huntsville, Alabama. It's hot, it's summertime, and I am very much alone today. <laughs> My family has just left after visiting me for a week, and to just add upon my misery, Samuel Carruthers is on vacation. Uh, we, we thought this might be a possibility that one of us would have to record the podcast alone, and today is that day. We are officially giving each other one week each of vacation, where we'll be having one episode of Just Us, and this is your episode with Just Me Shufflers, episode 32 or 33. Honestly, I have no idea. You, Shuffler, likely has no have no idea either, but I have no Sam. I have no Sam to save me from the work of editing, to save me from saying something I shouldn't say, or just a company. And with that, welcome to Alex's episode. What this is going to be, I really don't know, but an episode must be produced, and therefore there will be one starting now. Roll my music. I don't have Sam to help me put music in, so I'm just going to pick up my own guitar and make a melody for you all. Let's go. Roll the music, Alex. I have been playing guitar more often, which has been fun. Get those creative juices flowing. Yeah, the shufflers are here to hear a podcast where I speak stuff and you are excited but i am a little nervous i don't know what i'm gonna be talking about so let's go 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 another episode sewed sewed da 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 and that's it i did not write those lyrics before that is this is completely raw Alexander Karras. So, what's what do single host podcasts sound like? I did listen before starting this podcast to Trey Kennedy. He is one of my all-time favorite comedians, and he hosted a podcast called Correct Opinions, where every week he would just talk by himself, and he would share uh, his thoughts of the current events. He'd talk about his life. I'm not going to be going into what's going on in my life per se because. We actually have a podcast planned for that in the future, so be patient. Be patient. You'll get a a true catch-up on our lives today. Um, But one thing I thought would be fun to discuss, and I think this is the route I'm going to take, is first, first thing to know about me, one of many things, I suppose, is that I love to keep notes. I love to be organized. I have Excel spreadsheets for most things in my life. I have lists and lists of notes in my iPhone. And one particular note that I found myself revisiting a lot this week is a list that I think most people have somewhere, whether that's in their head or not, I don't really know. I haven't seen too many other people's. It's their bucket list. Essentially, all the things to do before you kick the bucket, you die, the end on earth. Kind of sad, morbid to think about. I don't know. I think it's a good set of goals to set for yourself and things you want to do and really gives you a good insight into what type of person you're working with. Now, my bucket list 
it's quite extensive um, and it changes every now and then. Uh, and I'm just going to go one by one and see where the conversation leads us. Let's go on a journey together into my bucket list. So the first thing on my bucket list kind of starts off small, but surprising to most people that I haven't done this yet is I have never driven a Zamboni. I've played hockey for almost 14, 15 years now on the ice, in the rink constantly, but I've never driven, let alone be on a Zamboni to after ice hours. It's really tragic actually no one has invited me so if you are a Zamboni driver professionally or amateurly please invite me to drive or ride on your Zamboni I would very much appreciate it I suppose with no person to ask me questions in a single person podcast I should ask myself questions no no I won't do that I decided against it this moment, but I will take tangents about stories that relate to whatever I say. And I'm not editing this. I'm not editing this podcast. I, I'm going to exclusively let Sam do that in strike. Sam, when you're listening to this, not sorry. But a story that comes to mind uh, of hockey days is getting trapped in an elevator at 5.30 in the morning as a nine-year-old child. That was pretty traumatizing. Um, yeah, just that happened. We practiced early mornings, like 4.30, 5.30 a.m., because most of the ice was only available that early in the day. So me as a nine-year-old would go with other nine-year-olds. Our parents would drop us off, and then they'd probably go back to sleep. I don't know what they did during that time. I'll have to ask my dad later. But we would go out of practice, and then it's like still bright early morning, I go up, press the button for the elevator, and with two of my other friends, um, one other guy, one other girl, co-ed team back then, and we start going up in the elevator, and then we hear this creaking sound, and just stops, and this girl lets out a huge scream, and there's just panic in an elevator, and <laughs> I remember, I don't remember this too much, but then I remember us being there for a few minutes, kind of just like, this finally happened, I knew it would get stuck in this elevator, because it was kind of a kind of a sketch elevator. Uh, and I remember the doors above us slowly opening and you can see my parent, my dad, and two other parents like desperately trying to open this elevator door with their strength out of fear for their children. But it was like there was no way we were getting like out of the small space at the top of the door. So it was kind of, I was more of a chill guy. I wasn't too crazy back then. Um, like crazy kid, I was pretty mellow. But that was, that was probably one of the scarier moments I remember as a kid until we had the fire people come over, <laughs> fire people, the firefighters come over and get us out of the elevator. I don't know. The whole thing probably lasted 15 minutes. That was a fun story. So overall, have not driven a Zamboni, but have been stuck in an ice complex elevator. Next on my bucket list, this is pretty applicable to now, but I do have to complete a marathon uh, in my bucket list, and that is one I'm trying to get off the list this year. I have a marathon scheduled in December, um, early December here in Huntsville, which sounds crazy, but Huntsville December weather is probably pretty perfect for running. Um, I'm excited for it. It'll be a 24th birthday 
experience, <laughs> to say the least. I have been training, but it, it is very difficult to train in the summertime in Huntsville. Like I said, it's 100 degrees, a little hot. Can only run like three, four miles at a time before you need water or you need shade and you need to just rest um, before you get heat stroke. So a little dangerous. And I fun fact about me, I think I said this on the running podcast, but I hate, hate treadmills. I don't know why. I just cannot run on a treadmill. I feel confined. I need to be free. I love running freely outside, putting music in, seeing outside. I think it's beautiful to just see new scenery. Um, advice to people, if you're feeling depressed right now listening to this, just stop. Maybe maybe don't stop. Keep listening to the podcast, but just keep the podcast on. Go outside. Walk around. Just go on a walk. How long has it been since you've been on a walk? Really, that long. That's quite a long time. And if you didn't respond to me just then, how dare you? I won't ask again. Next up on my bucket list is to swim the Great Barrier Reef. That has been on there maybe the longest out of all of my other bucket lists, but I got the opportunity to go to the British Virgin Islands um, at a pretty young age, I think I was seven or eight, and got a snorkel around that area. And it was just, it was just maybe the most visually stunning moment of my life where I got to dive down and see such beautiful coral reefs and fish and colors that you don't really get to see unless you're watching a nature documentary. But even then, it's not the same as being in the water, feeling, seeing all those things. Um, and I was just snorkeling. I still have not gotten my diver's license, and that is one thing. Um, it's pr pretty recommended if you want to swim the Great Barrier Reef is to be able to dive and see things like that. So it's kind of a two-in-one. Get a scuba license and then uh, swim in the Great Barrier Reef, um, do some diving. I think that would be very, very fun very beautiful and complete the next thing on my bucket list which is to see all of the continents um, at least once maybe excluding Antarctica I don't really have a desire to go there but every other one uh, I'd like to see at least once in Australia Great Barrier Reef do that together I'm going to keep going on tangents because I think that's how you got to get through these single person podcasts Speaking of Australia, I love the show Bluey. I need to re-emphasize re this on as many podcasts as I can. Watch the show Bluey. If you have concerns about it, yes, I know it's a dog show for kids, whatever. I watch unapologetically one episode of Bluey before I go to bed every night. And it just, it just makes me feel better. And it gives me... Good lessons in life. I know Sam disagrees, but he's not here to fight against my love for the, the show of Bluey and the Australian accents is, are becoming one of my favorite accents. So I really want to go to Australia, really want to swim the Great Barrier Reef. This is kind of fun just talking about my dreams and, and desires in life. You get a personal personal look into, into my soul. Um, but But... I have list continue list. Don't worry, I'll continue going through them. But just to just to take a back step on the bucket list idea, 
I'm very passionate about a great many of things. Those who know me know that I have a lot of interests, um, a lot of things I like to do and would like to do in the future. And just recapping these um, kind of give me, yeah, give me encouragement of the things that I want to accomplish and will accomplish if you just put your mind to it. And a lot of the things may have some skill associated with them, some work, some money, all that kind of contribute to them. And some people will hear the things I want to complete, like a marathon. I told my boss that I wanted to do a marathon off my bucket list. He said, why? I was like, well, I don't, I don't really know why I want to do a marathon. It's just something that I want to do. And that's, that's as simple as an explanation as I think you need to give anyone when creating a bucket list is you don't always need a concrete reason to do or to want to do something, but to just follow, to follow that desire and to put work into it and see the result and to follow it through life, I think is a beautiful thing. There's my soapbox for probably the whole episode. <laughs> I didn't really, maybe should have thought about it more, but you can ask me if you know me. Send me a DM. I'd be glad to talk about any of these more. Next up on the list, this is probably pretty applicable to the next year and the year to come, um, is to release an album of some sort of music, whether that's an EP, a single, a group of them. Really, it's just release music on the line for people to listen to. This really, for a long time, went with releasing a podcast, which we're doing right now, which is super cool. It's happening. Um, and me and Sam are both very passionate. Um, if you listen to our music episode, we're very excited to, after this podcast, to really pursue writing music and producing music for ourselves. And that's kind of the next thing on the list. And yeah, I've been playing guitar more. I've been trying to create songs and it's been very fun creatively to do that. And Sam and I will likely collab on music. He, when he was here in Huntsville, we did that. So yeah, it's very, very exciting time musically for, for the both me and Sam. And likely that'll be, you know, in the year to come, uh, 2023, I've marketed on my Instagram as being like the year of the podcast. And that has been something also, um, <laughs> another step back from the, the list, looking at resolutions and looking at bucket list, I have found success in every year, you know, that December, January timeframe when everyone's setting those new resolutions to really pick a bucket list item as something to cross off your list as a resolution. I think those are pretty good things to do. That's a pretty set thing. Like at the beginning of the year, I said, I want to do a marathon. And that's something that you can usually do within a year. Some people maybe say a little longer to train. Uh, it depends where you're at, but you know, recording a podcast, making an album, all things that can be done in a year or even a group of years and breaking it up uh, has shown success for me. Maybe not for everyone, but for me, it's been very successful. So 2024 softly is going to be the year of the music, the album, the EP, whatever you want to call it. All right, back to the next one. This next thing on my list um, is probably the one I'm least excited about, but is probably one of the more extreme cases is skydiving. That's 
most people that I talk to about their bucket list and say, oh, skydiving on there is going to be a yes, which is so interesting that that's like the penultimate or ultimate ultimatum, whatever word I'm looking for, that's what people put on their bucket list, which is cool. I I don't get the appeal too much, but still, it's on my list. I want to do it. I want to jump out of a plane. I did have a discussion um, earlier this week about skydiving and how when is the best time to go skydiving? Like, should I just put it on my list for next year or should I wait until like I'm 80 years old and this be like an end of life bucket list item because, you know, skydiving, there's risk associated with it. Doesn't go well, you're probably dead. Is that a risk you want to take when you're young? You know, like if I died skydiving tomorrow, people are going to be like, dang, life cut short, that's a bummer. But if I skydive when I'm 80, doesn't go well and that's it. He had a pretty good life and he went out skydiving. I don't know, it seems pretty extreme, pretty awesome. So that's, it's on my list, but it's on the lower, the lower side. Don't really feel a need to do it um, right away. If the opportunity came up and someone invited me, I'd probably say yes though. Uh, it kind of goes similar with the next one on my list is <laughs> a little danger, a little, a little scary is to swim with sharks. Maybe not in the nature, eh, probably don't mess with that. My dad did do that though, he swam with hammerhead sharks um, in in nature, <laughs> what is it, in the ocean uh, with some friends and has some really cool stories and pictures revolving that. Uh, but I would probably play it safer, I'd like to swim with sharks at an aquarium in a safe environment. Um, but not just like the, the nurse sharks, because I've swam with nurse sharks at the aquarium before for, I think my 10th birthday, I had a bunch of friends over um, and we rented out uh, at the Denver Aquarium, I think it was called Ocean Journey back in this time. Um, they would just let kids have birthday parties and snorkel with fish and sharks. It was super cool. But I'm talking about swimming with great white sharks and the scarier looking ones with big teeth. Now. Why is this on my list? It's not because I wanna do this. I really do not want to do this, actually. But something in me had fear when I was younger and said, I'm never doing that. And after saying I'm never gonna do something out of fear, looking back on it as an adult, I think I wanna do it now. I wanna prove that just because I'm afraid of something doesn't mean I can't do it. So this is one of the other weird danger things on my list that don't really need to do, but it's on the list anyway, and we'll see if I can do it. All right, we'll keep rolling. We're just gonna roll, and then we'll, when I get to the end of this list, um, we're just gonna call it, call the podcast Hard Cut. Um, this might be short, it might be long, but I have probably like 12 left, so stick with me. Trust me, some of them are fun. There'll be some fun stories. Uh, the next one is skeet shooting. Uh, never been skeet shooting before. I have shot a shotgun and a pistol before at a shooting range, um, but only inside. I've never shot a gun outdoors um, on an outdoor range or anything like that. But there's something there's something manly about going out to a field, then having a moving target in the sky, and then blowing it up with a gun. Just period. That's that's all that needs to be said. That sounds so cool to just like track something and fire and bam, it's gone. 
You know, it's like the real life of the video games kid that I was when I was younger. So I'm very, very excited for the next opportunity to do this. So if you have a range or know someone and you want to go out shooting, let's make it happen safely, of course. Let's have some fun. That, that might be a bachelor activity now that I think about it. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. All right, next up, uh, this kind of already has happened, more or less. Uh, it's, uh, it says to be cast in a musical. Now, I have been cast in a musical at church and technically a, another musical-like performance, but both of them, I either had just a speaking part or just a dancing part or I was in a choir in the background. I've never had like a part where you act and then you sing, like you spontaneously combust into singing. That is a dream I've had since high school. Sounds super fun just to do that once and do it for a show, do it live, because I do it in regular life already where I just spontaneously sing. It's just normal occurrence for people around me. But to do that in a musical with instruments and a live band, it's still on there, I'd like to do that. I never did um, a musical in high school. That's probably not a regret, but something I wish I had more time for to do in high school uh, would to do that. Because that's pretty much the last big easy access you have to doing something like that is in high school. Because after that, it just gets harder. Harder out in the real world. Harder to find time, find the right place, find the right people. So we'll see. Maybe my time will come to shine on the stage. Uh, similarly, two, ne these next two follow that shining on a stage mentality. was already in an acapella group, so I can cross that off my list. But to be on a movie set or a TV set as an extra seems super easy. I really don't know how I'm going to do this, but I, I know people that have been extras and it, they make it seem easy. I've got to do some more research onto this, but I'd love to just be an extra on a movie and say, I was in that movie. You can't see me, you won't see me, but I was there. Just sounds great. I don't really care what kind of movie or TV show, as long as it's mediocre, comedy, action, I don't care. If you're a movie director listening to this, for hire, free, I will pay you. I will pay you, I don't care. Just get me on that movie set. Um, the other one, a uh, little, little different. Um, the next one is to do a stand-up comedy routine. Now, spoiler alert, we will be doing a stand-up comedy episode um, on this podcast, but that'll be more of an informal conversation. I have it on my list to do the embarrassing thing and go up on a stage during a comedy night and give a stand-up routine on an open mic. Sounds terrifying. Sounds daunting. Worst thing you can do is just fail and be pulled off stage, but it's on my list. I, I'd like to craft a comedy set and just see what happens. I was joking that you know if it goes if it goes well and people laugh, well then you have talent and you can keep doing that. And if it doesn't, then you officially know you're not funny and you never were funny. And of course that's not true. Stand up is crazy difficult to do correctly, but I want to do it. I want to be on stage at least once. Do stand up comedy, kind of side side bucket list with that, do a stand-up poetry, um, do something like that. I'm realizing reading these out and explaining them that there's there's still a lot that I want to do, 
It almost seems unachievable, but I'm still young, right? I still got I still got a chance. I still got a chance to do all this stuff. We'll see. We'll see. Next up, how many we got left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. All right, we can get through seven. Just seven more shufflers. That's it. Uh, this one is to be a substitute teacher for a day. Doesn't that just sound fun? I don't know if that just sounds fun to me or not, but just to just to be a substitute teacher. I'm not even going to explain why this sounds fun because I can't think of a reason why it does. I mean, I have wanted to be a teacher in the past. I don't think that's a career I want to pursue, maybe when I'm older. But right now, something that's obtainable, and uh, Leslie and, and her family have suggested, oh, I think you would like it, is to be a substitute teacher, just to do it. I want to do it. I might do it. They're the end. Two other examples of this type of uh, bucket list. Be a DJ for a day at a wedding or a party. How hard can it be, right? That's an exaggeration. I know it's pretty... There's some technicalities to it. I have a friend that's working on being just a you know a DJ on the side for weddings. And there's, there's definitely some lessons to learn um, to not make a fool of yourself and to ruin the party. And the other one is to work at a restaurant. That's a weird, that's a weird bucket list item with me. Something, something prideful deep down wants me to be a waiter and see how much tips I can make. Because everyone's told me that I'd be a good waiter, that I'd be, that I'd make good tips. I don't believe them though. I'll believe it when I see it, and I make money. So will I be a waiter? I think I'll probably do it for a couple weeks and quit. Don't tell my employer that. I think that'd be hilarious to try. So I'm going to try it at some point in my life. All right. Keep moving. Keep moving, Alex. Keep moving. Keeping the energy up. Here we go. Uh, next up on the list, write a book. can be a book on literally anything that my heart desires. I don't really like writing. I do have friends in my life that do, so maybe I'll script them something or talk or just talk into a mic like this and make someone make a book out of it. Maybe I'll get AI to do it. I don't know, but I want to write a book about something. It's in my head. Now it's in your head. When you see me on New York Times worst sellers list, buy it. Uh, next up is to be a, to have a YouTube channel. This is one I'm not super stoked about because, eh, YouTube, there's a lot on it already. But it kind of falls in line with what I already do <laughs> in TikTok and podcasts and music. It would probably help some marketing of sorts. So I'll probably have a YouTube channel at some point. I did mention I was already in an acapella group um, so check on that one. Uh, opening a restaurant. Now that's kind of a ridiculous goal. That's one that might take years and years of money and money. Um, so this is one of the stretch goals I have. Like, oh, how cool would it be to have like a Greek restaurant or something of the sorts? Um, yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. I love food. I love connecting people. And those two things together make restaurants. I have pitched the idea to my parents before and they were pretty supportive of it. We'll see, we'll see. That's an idea. An idea, not necessarily a need to do. Um, 
next get a doctorate, become Dr. Karras, just sounds cool. That's the only reason it's on the list. Next um, is, oh, the last one. Look at that. We made it. Last, the last one. Woo, cheer, cheer sounds, yay. Um, what is it, you might ask? I've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up my guitar for this one as I, as I serenade you shufflers from listening to this podcast, which will be called Alex's Bucket List. Um, yeah. What else can I say before I go into the last one? Well, I'll just say it. I'll just say it. I'm spastic like that. Um, this one is to do a street performance or a restaurant performance where I just play guitar and sing for people. Um, and that's it. I haven't done that, which is actually kind of crazy. I've done it at houses, for friends, just jamming out with people, but never done a actual concert like with my guitar and myself. And something vulnerable about that, I was actually at a, um, a bar last night where they had a, had a busker and he was singing and jamming. I was like, man, I'm surprised. I played guitar for like, gosh, 13 years now and haven't done that. So hopefully I get to do that soon. But now you get a little taste of that as I play you away um, with the song. This has been my bucket list. If you want to join me on any of these items, reach out to me. Or Sam, Sam, if you want to do any of these things, let's do it. Um, yeah, kind of turned into an inspirational podcast again, but we're just going to call it a my little solo, solo run of my pod shuffle. This has been fun. I hope it's been fun for you. That's, that's about all I'm going to say about that. All right, here we go. See you, shufflers! <laughs>